Hey everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, or day by day, until the end of time. That is right, Colin. And um, this is sort of a check-in, a little bit. Sort of a check-in to see the progress of time uh, as it marches on through Runaways. Are you mm. ready to sort of just do a little check-in? Yeah, just watching the timeline run away. Yeah, aw, there you go. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into, into the, future. the future, or at least the modern day. Yeah, as covered by Seal. Um, <laughs> you know that song from uh, Space Jam? Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yes, this is. I'm. I'm. I'm maybe more proud of the first sentence of the synopsis that I wrote than I have been about a synopsis in a long while. So just to hype it up, just a tad. Love love that for us. Um, So this is going to be Runaways Season 2, Episode 8. You're going to start at 3 minutes and 9 seconds, and you're going to go through 5 minutes and 7 seconds. 25 years after the tent revival, the preacher is in another tent. A quarantine tent. Mm. A specialist from Melbourne, Dr. Jonah has been called in to investigate the disease that is taking over his body. After some cryptic words about a battle for control, the preacher... Now, um, this may be the point of conversation that we have. Here's what I thought happened, and then I was thinking about it, and I don't know that it happened, so we'll talk about it. The preacher pulls the IV out of his arm and presses it into Dr. Jonah's hand. There is a flash of bright light. It's all that's the whole thing. I thought that he pulled it out and like pressed it to like the guy's the top of, of Dr. Jonah's hand because Dr. Jonah's like, No, stop, you'll die. See, the thing and is, then, I didn't think that he stuck it into the other guy, I thought he just took it out of himself. I didn't, I didn't catch him putting it into the hand, like he, he didn't, he just sort of like held on to the guy's the top of the guy's. Okay, Maybe he so, took out the IV so that he would start dying. And then he touched the Jonah to to transfer the soul thing, right? Because yeah. spoiler I think alert, that, kids, that's what uh, that's, that's what's, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's exactly what it is. Because okay. like, yeah, because I, I to me it wouldn't make sense to like jab him. It doesn't make right. any sense. Right. But like, yeah, no, I I think this is so fascinating, right? Because he's this little patchy man. What I also will say is that okay have we i'm assuming there's an uh, an avengers ensemble here correct it's one of the more unnecessary avengers ensembles because okay. of our live show oh okay interesting. interesting but yes it's it is there because you know it's not on the main assume, feed though, so. yeah exactly, um, exactly so here's my question though for you the yeah. guy who plays him yeah the, dr. Sorry, the dr jenna where is he from do we know Australia. this okay can I tell you something is... interesting about his accent in this scene? Sure. It sounds so fake. <laughs> Worst fake British accent I've ever heard. You should tell her that. Like, I don't know what it is. I wonder if it's because they're trying to subdue it a little bit because he's not going to use that same voice later, you know? Maybe. It's like, well, he, he wouldn't because he's a different... I mean, he's like a different person, that, quote unquote. I think that like, might, maybe more of like a. I don't want to like have my um, no like Australian accent. It's possible because like, I'm a professional. He sounds they, he sounds almost American at times. 
Right. And then we'll hit just a couple syllables in a way where I didn't look it up. And I was like, I probably should have looked up to yeah. before I even had to ask this. And like, I, this is not me in trying to insult the guy and like his, his like specific choices. To me, this is more of a direction choice. Right. right. But it's like, it felt really weird the way they did his voice in this scene. Well, he's Australian like, American. So oh. I mean, maybe that he has that he so he was born in Sydney. Cause there this um who was it? There's someone that has uh is it um Fly Away Home, True Blood, um I'm not sure what you're going for. She's all that. Hold on. Um I, I'm sorry. Uh there is an actress, and her name is uh, Anna Paquin, also oh, Rogue yeah. in X Men. Right? Uh, she is. She has grown up both in. No, hold on. It's Gillian Anderson. It's Gillian Anderson. She has uh, split time in America and England. Like she grew up in England, oh, but mm-hmm. also America. So she has an English accent and an American accent that are both legit and aren't like right. oh, I picked it up. They're just like. Here I talk in this, and that's why. So she's when in she when she's in sex education, she's not like doing a British voice, right? She's just speaking with her British accent, right? So uh, just real quick, let me see if he moved to America. Interview he yeah, uh, it looks like he lived in in yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, I th- I think yeah. it just must be a direction thing. It might have been like, you know, again, because of, mm, I hate to say it like this because I don't want to sound like offensive to Australian people because to be clear, this is not how I think. It almost feels like he he was told to be more elegant with how he was mm-hmm. speaking, to sound more quote unquote intelligent. And right. it also might be because it's such a short scene. Right. We need to get as much information across to an, a mostly American audience as quickly as possible. You know what I mean? Right. So like right. it could be that, but it's like really weird because he starts off a sentence and it's like, he, he goes through like two or three sentences where I would imagine he's American. And then literally it's the last half of the very last part of the paragraph where yeah, he, Mullen. where he kind of like jumps into it. And then he's like, Oh, you're from Melbourne. And he's like, yeah, I'm from Melbourne. You know, like, and I, you're like, what happened there to your voice? And it's a yeah. weird choice. There's it's uncomfortable in a way. There's a, a friend's a plot where Ross is a professor and he has accidentally, unintentionally started using a British accent with his class, but he doesn't want to continue doing that because like he's going to get caught or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you got to phase it out. So when I think of when we're talking about this, I think of him doing like, yeah. and so we may identify the sample like <laughs> He's like, just throw in a little, a couple of words that sound like I still have the accent, mm-hmm. Melbourne, and yeah, it is a the rest like of my line. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, so like, so that's the that's the the first bit. But then the second bit is that like, the problem with knowing the future, uh huh, right, is that like I know the answer to what we're seeing in front of us, and in fact, like us talking about this whole soul thing here yeah because technically we don't see that happen so right. it's like we're kind of revealing i was kind of being coy with it in the summary but like come on right i mean it's like what else could you know what else could we possibly especially because okay his exact words are essentially like it's gonna hurt for both of us 
And at first it's going to feel like it's mostly you, but then it's going to be a little bit me and it's going to keep going until it's only me. Right. Right. So until it's like, I take control. Yeah. Or until I take control. So it's like, it's a little clear, even though we don't, we don't quote unquote see it. You know, we, we see it, we hear it, we know what's happening. He's taking <laughs> like, over. Dr. Jonah's like receipt of that speech is like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's great because I, I totally get him right where, cause like, cause to you or to, to you and me, if we had never seen this show and someone said that to either of us, we'd be like, oh, okay. And then our heads would be go- going like, this guy is Looney Tunes. Right. This guy Northern needs some professional it. help. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, a little bit. Like, you know, that, 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 that's all, folks. You know, like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to leave that in because as Soon be like, I will take control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but like, it is, it, it's, it is like a moment where he walks in and he's kind of like, oh, so not only is your body like kind of betraying you, but also it seems like your mind is too. But yeah, that's exactly not great, you know. And then it turns out that you know he's actually you know, you know, evil and magical or whatever, you know. Um, but like he's just covered in this nasty like extra skin, for lack of it a looks better term, fungal or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, he's like being covered in something. It's like. I don't know, because again, I don't want to describe what it actually is or like what it will look like in the future for other people. But it's like, you know, when you're making like watching, pasta, yeah, yeah, and there's a little it's bit the of the gluey water, stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. You know what? To me, it feels like paper mache. It's like there's oh, someone's sure. making a paper mache version of him, or like you know, which is a pretty good metaphor. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, or also almost like, uh, almost like. Um, Hang on. Hang on. Oh, I had another good image just now. And I've lost it because you gave me praise. And I was like, yeah, I am pretty smart. I am pretty good. Um, the preacher gives you praise also. Mm. Huh? No. Um, uh, I, I lost it. But it's okay. I mean, like, I don't, the whole point. Oh, no. It's, it's like watching someone be mummified in real time as well. Oh, sure. You know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like instead of like toilet paper or, or I mean, okay. That'd be like if it was a Halloween costume, but instead right. of like bandages, it's like skin, you know, right. he's getting this weird patchy, you know, look going. And nevertheless, Dr. Jonah takes his mask right off. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, hi, I'm Dr. Jonah. Yeah. He's, I think it's funny. Cause like, I think that he can tell probably, probably looking at all of the information that's been given to him beforehand. He probably can tell it's not contagious. Right. You know, he's following and protocol. So, and, but like he's yeah. following protocol. But then also at the same time, he's like, because I know it's not contagious, I'm going to take off my mask to show him that like I'm, you know, personal, that right. I'm one on one, that I'm not, not going to just treat him like he's something to poke and prod. I'm here right. to actually help. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the good guy. You know, you don't need to be concerned about how I'm going to treat you or whatever. Right. And then he's like, ha ha. Well, you showed me your mouth. Well, now I know for sure that I can take your soul or whatever. I don't uh-huh. think that's how that works, but it's like, you know, in ever seen that show Supernatural? Uh, no, but I've seen a lot of it on Twitter. Yeah, I was gonna say that's and that's uh, TikTok, Tumblr, and some of that. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like anytime demons or whatever take control of someone's body, it's like this cloud, like you know, like right, goes sure. through their mouth. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. Would you? Are you hey, Colin. Yeah. Speaking of uh, this man who is Australian, would you like a, the smallest, most unnecessary Avengers Ensemble? Yes, please. Okay. Ensemble. So 
people who tuned in to the uh, live show at Snips, the live show during Snips, Snips. I'm completely blanking on it. You good? Um, people who tuned in the live show for Snips for our live show, our first ever live show, watched us talk about a scene from uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we kicked things off with. What of it? Uh, and so in it, uh, I did an Avengers ensemble, which included uh, Victor Von Doom. And he is played by this this guy who plays Dr. Jonah. Also, uh, just real quick, they start calling him Jonah. And the fact that the guy's name is Dr. Jonah makes me feel like his name is like Dr. Jonah Brightman. But he's like, please call me Dr. Jonah. I hate it. It feels gross. Um that's a, that's not, that's neither here nor there, neither in America or Australia. So Julian McMahon, uh, he was in eighteen. Thank you, eighteen other episodes of Runaways. He was in three episodes of Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I want to make a correction from the live from the live show. Okay, um, I said that he was in six episodes of Hunter of Hunt <clears throat> six episodes of Hunters, the Amazon uh, sort of Nazi yeah. revenge show. He is in a show called Hunters that is about aliens, not mm. that. It's a different Hunters. Uh, he was on 47 episodes of Charmed. And wow. yeah, he was in Fantastic Fours 1 and 2, the Alba Evans uh, version. I also, because I copy copy pasted this directly from my notes from the live show, if you'll recall, I did take note of everyone's trademark. So let's do a quick trademark check. Uh, oh, yeah. Ju- Julian McMahon is known for his straight, unarched black eyebrows and for his portrayal of Dr. Doom. Mm. And that is the Avengers Ensemble that if you paid attention to the live show, you've already heard. Colin, do you want to switch to a new... New host? Body? Yeah, new host. Oh, sure. wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that the thing you need to talk to me about? Yes, and so now I am the new host. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's going to hurt you a lot more than it's going to hurt me. Um, I doubt it. <laughs> Fight <yeah>. jokes. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, once again, let's do... I'm going to do social media one last time, which is that if you want to follow the show, you can follow us at Timeline Scav. If you want to follow the network, you can follow the Scavengers Net. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, on Twitch, things like that, at Colin M. Parker. Uh, but if you want to find James, you can find James at Unabashed James. And of course, the gentleman that made the music that you heard at the beginning and end of the show is Nick Bramald. You can find him at N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D or nickbramaldcomposer.co.uk. And that is going to do it for us on this episode, everyone. It is time for us to switch bodies. And so with that, I say, I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Colin Parker. James Celsior. James Celsior. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.